the choice that was put over a year ago to Ukraine was, do you want to follow uh, an economic uh, support system and subsidy with Europe or Russia? The European system says, uh, you, uh, what we have in store for you, we're going to lower your living standards by 50%. We're going to take away the largest subsidy you have, the subsidy on, on uh, a gas, uh, so it's going to cost much more to heat your houses and to operate. We're going to cut back public spending, and uh, we have to make you look like Greece. Our, our system is one of austerity. Uh, Putin, on the other hand, said, well, we realize that there is a fraternal connection uh, with you, just as we had uh, with the Serbians and the Slavs. We're going to give you subsidized gas. Uh, we'll keep down your living costs. Uh, and uh, after all, Russia is your major export market. Uh, and the, uh, the United States then intervened. And why did it do this? The United States has almost been paranoid about the prospects for Russia to devolve back into what it sees as a kind of Leninist or a Stalinist uh, framework. And this has uh, really plagued and poisoned uh, U.S. relations with the country. Is there uh, any since. basis for that assumption? No, there, there's really not. I mean, you know, really what we saw with the collapse of the Soviet Union was the people who would inherit the collapsed Soviet Union actually thought they were going to join the United States as partners. But this kind of toxic view of what the Soviet Union was and what Russia would be shaped what eventually did happen and the kind of relations that we would see between these two countries. And over time, this great uh, distrust, mistrust of the United States uh, by Russia's leadership. Is there any wisdom in the U.S. policies, uh, any, any, of the, any of the legislation that's been passed uh, in the latter part of last year? No, or, uh, I can't say that there is. The, the, um, the legislation that has come out of Congress has been particularly bad. Well, of course, there wasn't wisdom, but what there was was a strategy. And the strategy in Ukraine is the identical strategy thought up by Mr. Brzezinski uh, 25 years ago in uh, Afghanistan. Brzezinski is? Brzezinski was the strategist for Jimmy Carter and convinced Jimmy Carter to say, look, uh, the Russians are dominating uh, Afghanistan with a civilian secular government. Let's create a new organization. Let's create Al-Qaeda. Let's uh, back Osama bin Laden and give his supporters weapons to begin fighting the Russians. And uh, we can pull a coup d'etat there. And uh, the Russians will fight back. And then we'll say the Russians invaded. And it worked. Saudi Arabia made a deal with America that they would push the Wahhabi uh, extremists, uh, the Al-Qaeda, the very, uh, the most right-wing uh, wing of the uh, Islamic parties, and it worked. Uh, essentially, Al-Qaeda is uh, a contract uh, army uh, for the United States. Well, the same thing uh, was happening in, in Russia. What Brzezinski wrote was that America's faced with a possibility of not being able to rule the world unilaterally. And that would be a disaster for democracy. That uh, we can't let any country's economic ability to be self-sufficient means uh, a potential military power. 
And in order to prevent any country from threatening America militarily, you have to prevent it from developing economically. Uh, the American nightmare, Brzezinski wrote, was that Russia would get together with Germany and with Western Europe, creating Russian raw materials, German industry, and somehow, finally, Russia would become westernized. Uh, America, uh, under Brzezinski's uh, strategy, said this would be a disaster because if Russia is westernized, if it becomes democratic, if, if uh, uh, Europe and Russia are prosperous, then we cannot control them anymore, and they will have no reason to be NATO. We've got to stop Russia, and the place to stop this Russian-European uh, conglomeration is to split it right at the border uh, down Ukraine. Let's do in Ukraine what uh, we did in Afghanistan. Let's uh, back the crazies. Well, most of them are uh, the, the former uh, neo-Nazi groups that have been uh, uh, so prominent that fly the Nazi flags. I don't want to present this idea of there being this kind of simplistic dichotomy in Ukraine between a, a kind of fascist force which has come into power against uh, you know Russian um, military forces, thugs. I mean, all sorts of you know terms such as this have been used, pejorative terminology. You know, it, it, it's more complicated. The, the Maidan was a, a very uh, pluralistic movement. It contained left elements, centrist elements, uh, hard right-wing elements. Uh, it's, it's quite true, as both James and Michael have said, that the United States decided that it was going to pick winners. Now, this is something that the United States instructs or tells its client states in East Europe that they must never do with their economies. They're not allowed to help develop industries and pick winners you know, that would be bad. That would not allow the market to take place. But when it comes to politics, they're never going to allow the political market to operate. In other words, real democracy and for the people to really determine what it is that they want. And so we see this picking of winners, in fact, by the United States. So what we've, what we've um, uh, seen, unfortunately, is a situation in which the wishes of the people of Ukraine, for the most part, have been largely ignored. This is exactly what happened in Russia after 1991. Uh, Russia uh, essentially dismantled its manufacturing and its industry under uh, World Bank and uh, IMF uh, uh, tutelage. Uh, there were a number of American economists, uh, Nobel Prize winners, who urged Russia to base its economy on natural resource rent and land rent uh, and not on taxing uh, industry. And essentially, they uh, proposed Russia become a, a social democratic uh, country like America is. In America, the government uh, subsidizes uh, technology, uh, industry, and helps develop, uh, but that wasn't the way that Russia went. In Russia, uh, the Baltics, the post-Soviet states, they're not mixed economies. They're all privatized, and because they're privatized, uh, they essentially uh, are torn apart and have emigration. I think Latvia and the Baltics were probably uh, a kind of laboratory. How can you convince a population voluntarily to lower its living standards, to have its uh, uh, young adult males that are educated and trained move to foreign countries and still vote for the neoliberals? And the answer is, as long as you can make the elections about hating the other side, about hating the Russians, about, ha about resenting the past injustices of Stalinism, then uh, they're more concerned with their hatreds and uh, the past than they are with developing themselves. Now, in, in defense of those who are tendering these uh, suggestions for uh, aid and loan programs to Ukraine, I mean, what they're saying is, and I'm sure many believe this, 
that this money is going to uh, come with strings attached. There are going to be reforms. Uh, we're going to eliminate corruption. Uh, you know, all the stuff that we heard in, in Russia in the 1990s under Boris Yeltsin, none of it really transpired, which doesn't mean that it can't in Ukraine. Uh, but it, it was clear that that really was not the United States' uh, chief priority uh, to, to clean up the government. I mean, you know, they were quite happy with the Yeltsin government as long as it was allowing this uh, process of uh, privatizations to occur and, and the kind of wholesale looting of the country. And then, of course, eventually it had to end as it did, which it only could end when that is in the ruble crisis of 1998, when the whole thing just imploded. Uh, it could not be sustained. They could not attract foreign private money as well as they had been uh, with this illusion that somehow they were going to be able to, to pay this money back with interest. And, you know, it all had to just come to a disastrous uh, end. And unfortunately, I, I think that's probably what's going to happen uh, to Ukraine. It'll be looted and then it'll be a massive uh, default in all of these debts. But from the perspective, for lack of a better term, of capital in the West, they won't care. They'll have gotten what they, what they wanted, what they came for.